Welcome to It's a Sign, a podcast created to explore the unseen world of magic, symbols, spirit and emotion. Listen as we navigate the path to a deeper understanding of the inner worlds, how this can greatly inspire our everyday life and what tools we can use to help us along the way. Our intention with this podcast is to be the sign you needed to begin your own exploration within, to heal, inner stand and reveal the magic that surrounds you. Please take from this episode what resonates with your heart. I'm Helki and I'm here with Trey. Let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are at the end of January 2022, the final episode of January. And if you haven't watched our 2022 prediction video where we went uh, through all the months and drew a tarot card to kind of represent the energy for that month, the tarot card was the Nine of Swords for January. So that's a lot of shadow work, facing your fears, facing your shadows. And I know so many people in my life have gone, have been going through these really intense times. It's like, it was like what your friend was saying the other day. It's like all the things that you could kind of easily ignore before are just, you can't ignore them anymore. They're like brought right to the surface and it's all pointing towards like so I've been relayed this message through so many different people it's all about finding self-love yeah I think also self-love but at the same in the sense of creating space within so that's why people have been bringing up loads of shadows because they're like buried in there taking up space holding space that you could be and manifesting new things into and so it's all that sort of stuff that's there that you're ignoring and it's been coming up and the nine of swords is sort of that depression and anxiety energy so I'm sure a lot of you listening us and people we know we've all been sort of faced with that energy this month yeah it's it's been intense but it's like some of you who are like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Then it's probably because you guys are really in a mode of self-love where you faced shadows. Mm. This It's all about the potential energies of the time. So it's going to be unique for each person. If there's someone with a lot of stuff under their bed or a lot of stuff tucked in their closet um, or a lot of dirty laundry, mm. then <laughs> it's going to start piling up and it's really going to start coming out and it has been coming out for those people but if you've been kind of working through things on a steady basis for some years or you have your own practice then you might find yourself in a position where maybe people are relaying that information to you but you're actually feeling fine um so it's really about all about where we are in the moment and um as we're moving out of january we're moving in to the second month and well the pull the card we pulled for february was ten of wands do you want to go over that a bit yeah so the message spirit came through for me today actually on the ten of wands was so basically we're looking at the right away image and it's a guy with his back turned to us and he's like lugging 10 wands over his shoulder 
and there's so many to carry he can't even see in front of them because he's sort of holding them out in front of him as he pushes forward like he's holding them all he hasn't dropped any yet and he's sort of heading towards what seems like a nice home or something in the distance and it's not all dark and gloomy there's a blue sky but you can definitely feel like the weight on this guy's shoulders and the lack of being able to see where he's going. So I think February is all about pushing forward through the turbulence. Yeah. You know, push. So you're still going to feel that energy of January. But now instead of sort of sitting with it, you need to start putting the, the steps in the action steps because mm -hmm. once it's a step from up from swords because swords is the mind and ones is our passion and our and action that we put towards things but the interesting message that i got from spirit is because obviously we know this is the basis of the ten of wands you just pick that up from the imagery but if you look back at the image they made me aware of the fact that we can't see his face right mm. So this is where you get to sort of play your part in this month's energy. Your face, your facial expression is, it expresses how you feel within, right, about it. So even though it feels like, oh my God, I'm having to make these action steps to improve my life, to like get me out of that Nine of Swords heavy, depressed energy from January. I need to now start taking action steps. But Spirit's left it up to us about how we feel about it, right? Mm. So his face could be smiling, thinking, you know, True. I'm getting there. True. One step after another, little by little, I'm getting there. And that makes me feel good. I'm proud of myself. I'm feeling good that I'm putting the action in. Or his face could be strained and pained. And he could be, uh, you know, resistant to mm. taking the action steps. Like, oh, I know I have to do this stuff. I know I have to embrace self-love. Yeah. And definitely I can relate to that. Like you can really take it either way. Like you can put the action steps in, but what's the energy behind it? What's the yeah. feelings behind it? Our face tells the whole story, I find. Yeah. You can look in someone's eyes and it tells the whole story. And that's what's so interesting about this card is you can't see his face. Yeah, and if you look, he's heading towards a town and it's like, based on the energy and attitude he's been holding throughout this whole time while he's been carrying these this big weight towards the town like when he finally does get there and dumps all the weight yeah what is gonna come after that is he gonna be complain is he gonna, is he gonna go to the tavern and complain about it mm -hmm. or you know like oh i've just been lugging these wands all over the country or is he gonna have a positive attitude like oh yes like i you know i kept pushing through i kept telling myself I could do it you know it's all about like yeah you know and then the jur it's the journey really shows like how the final outcome will kind of represent it like how it will be because we we can just stubborn headedly push our head through mm -hmm. kind of cursing the whole way or we can just change our mind about it completely and just really come into a place where 
we feel good about the work we're doing. You know, we can see the benefits um, of carrying that weight and, and, see, and then finally being able to release it. And that really is the, the fine balance of self-love work because when you start to commit to self-love, there's gonna be some sort of natural resistance that occurs. It's just like when you were a kid and you, your parents, at least for me, my parents always would like make me brush my teeth right before bed. Mm. And it was like, oh, I don't wanna brush my teeth right before bed. It's like, I don't wanna do that. It's like, I just wanna go to like sleep, you know, I'm too tired. Yeah, I wanna they... keep the taste of my cereal in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> but, if, but if the, our parents hadn't disciplined us in that and hadn't pushed us towards that, we would be getting cavities, we would be losing our teeth, and what would the result of that be? You know, then we'd be living with like bad breath and, or false teeth or the rest of our life, you know? And so it shows that it's like, if you can just switch your attitude towards this thing, then, you know, and like learn that actually discipline is needed for these these acts of self-love because we might not want to do it in the beginning but it's actually good for us in the long run and so it's it's self-love really starts with discipline it's about committing ourselves to the act of self-love because it's really the cure for everything i could go you know so deep into how it could just it's really the answer to everything you're yeah you know if you're if you're in a dead end in your life you know what do you need to do like let's say you're working this dead-end job you don't like what you're doing you know but but you have some sort of passion maybe it's singing um or maybe you want to learn how to draw or maybe you want to learn how to you you know do something or pursue some sort of dream you had when you were a child the self-love comes in like okay this is my situation right now i'm working this dead-end job but as a self-loving act i can maybe commit an hour every time I get back from work or every time before work towards this, like, towards this dream that yeah, I had like or something like that. Yeah, like, it being singing, you can practice singing. Um, yeah. You could even, like, start a YouTube or a TikTok where you're singing covers. And yeah. just start getting your name out there. Yeah, and you could start building your business. Um, in And the opposite flip side is that you could just be going to this dead-end job and continuing to gripe about it mm -hmm. all day to your friends. Oh, I hate this job. I hate this life. I just want to escape. I'm just going to, you know, go and watch binge TV. Netflix. Binge Netflix. And you can see how one is actually working towards something and you're putting in this, it's a self-loving act because you're actually working towards something that your soul is striving for. And the other one is you've just kind of given up. So you can see that, oh, but even when you come back, you're so tired from work, but you just can just discipline yourself to give yourself that little time for self-love to start growing that. And if you'll see in a year that you, because you dedicated and disciplined yourself, you know, you're gonna be so much further than where you are. And then maybe you can quit that job and, you know, actually pursue that, career of singing or whatever it is, you know? So you can really see that, you, you know, it ha self-love has practical effects in your life. And that's, you know, just like career and job and passions isn't the only thing. 
It, you know, it can show up in relationships. You know, maybe there's like toxic things coming up in relationships or you have shadows or trauma. And then if you, you know, it's starting to kind of wear down at, at things. And then if you practice self-love, then you, you'll begin to bring more love into your life every day and more mm-hmm. love into that relationship and no longer be affected by the things that used to haunt you. So you can see that self-love really is actually, in my opinion, it is the core, like it's the core meaning of life is really to return to a a full place of self-love. Yeah, I think one thing that is worth mentioning, I think when you're sort of coming from the depths of that like nine of swords energy, which is like very depressed, anxious energy, I think we can often get into that low of a state because we have put so much pressure on ourselves and there's a lot of people right now who like they couldn't even tell you my passion is singing true yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's definitely worth talking over some you know ideas for people like that where it's like well I can't like I don't know what I want to do I don't feel any passion I I know people like this I've I've felt like this at times in my own life where it's like there's just no desire you don't enjoy anything yeah you don't even enjoy watching tv you don't even enjoy playing games like there's lit you just can't find any joy because you're so in the depths of the depression yeah I I thought like recently when I was thinking about this um and I was having a conversation with you the other day like maybe switch the focus from goals because that's very goal focused right Mm -hmm. to values um and I was what book was it that I heard that from I'm not sure but it's actually quite a important psychological um methodology therapy yeah um, like my therapist when i was going commitment therapy they Mm. use it in okay yeah i guess like self-commitment um but yeah like go finding your values and even i've sort of started to work with this concept yeah so wait what is a value like yeah, just before we get into that, it's like, okay, what? Okay, what's a value? It's not going to be the same you as know? your goals. So a value is different for everyone. Everyone has different values. And it's not like societal values. Mm. It's something that's deep in the core of who you are. It's past all this societal things. It's like you have to really dig in deep to yourself and kind of find this central point within yourself and ask yourself, what do I really care about? What makes me spark? And well, it, anything like feel anything. Yeah. If you're at that point, you know. And I it think could it, it could be, be something as simple as friendship. Yeah. Like okay, one of your core values is friendship, you know, or one of your core core values is community or service or um, love or tr- or adventure or traveling or peace or peace exactly inner peace. So these are all like values and you have to evaluate your life once you you kind of establish these values and see how much am I actually living in these values because Mm. the reason you're probably in your depression is because you're not living your values because you've turned a, a blind eye to them maybe out of necessity 
maybe out of lack of privilege, you know, you need, you had to maybe turn away from them at some point in your life, or so you thought you had to. And now you're kind of living a life that doesn't mean anything. And that's where we really start to fall in depression is when we lose our purpose. But it's not, it's not like a purpose, like, oh, it's my purpose to become the greatest millionaire. Like that's, you know, it's the purpose just to simply exist because we don't need goals. You know, all the, the yogis, the sages, they're like, you don't need to do anything. Life is amazing right here without, and goals and desires actually inhibit your life. Yeah. Because it's, you know, the desires and goals, it's like you're constantly striving for them, putting pressure on yourself to achieve them. And then it's like you achieve them and you get this small rush of, you know, emotions and then it dies. You know, so many people who have like reached the top or reached all their goals come into this depressed state where they're like, wait a second, I've done everything I set out to do and I'm still not happy. Yeah, unless you can find goals that align with your values, right? Yeah. Which I think is something that you can work on once you've really like harnessed what your your core values are. And it doesn't have to be one thing. It can be a handful of yeah. things. I was told to work with five to yeah. start, you know. I feel like whatever feels right for you, but even if if you're coming from that kind of state, like just be okay with whatever. If you can only think of one and one and two, then that's fine. Yeah, and it's not just to think about these values, but it's really to imagine yourself embodying and living those values because you are that person, you know, deep in your core. Even if we're in this depressed place where we're kind of not doing anything with our life or we feel maybe like pieces of shit, you know? Yeah we can imagine, okay, let's say your value is peace and travel and um, courage. You can imagine what it's like to be a peaceful person. You can see yourself being peaceful. You can see yourself taking risks and going on adventures and traveling the world. And so now that you've found those cores, core values, what steps do you need to take to achieve those. Let's say you want to travel, then, you know, how can you get, how can you go do that? How can you start fulfilling that's your soul's need to do that? And for me, it was like traveling is one of mine. And I was like, okay, I need to set up a way that I can make money anywhere online. Yeah. And so I worked towards making an online business and it was slow. It took like a year for it to kick off properly. But then now I have an online business which I can do anywhere in the world. Yeah, which gives you your other value of freedom. Yeah. Yeah, so finding those values and um, I think that's gonna help you put in action steps towards self-love during February because February is really not about just sitting and bringing awareness to it it's about what can I do I need to put one foot in front of the other when it comes to self-love it's it's really time to do the doing here like it's not um and it's not in like it's like you and then the attitude around thing around it as well that's something we want to like talk about because like I had a yoga teacher and she's like 
okay, I, I can understand that you're doing the breathing exercises, but how are you doing the breathing exercises? Are you doing it like with reluctance? Are you doing it with like no conscious awareness of how you're doing it? Or are you doing it in a way that's like, wow, this is like a, I'm like very happy to be doing this. I'm in a peaceful place while I'm doing this. Are you cultivating those emotions while you're doing it? So it's about finding a new orientation. So it's like finding the discipline to get yourself to do it and then being happy and proud of yourself, you know, happy and congratulatory. Like once you finish it, give yourself a reward, you know, mm -hmm. allow yourself to do something and allow yourself to feel happy and grateful towards yourself for actually committing to these acts of self-love. Um, you know, just as you would be grateful when someone else externally gives you some love, you know, it's, it's a good feeling and you should, you know, continue to like cherish it, even though it's coming from yourself. Yeah. And I think also like rewarding yourself with things that you do enjoy, if you can really think about why are you in a place where you don't enjoy anything? Often it's because of guilt. Actually, I would say like 99% of the shame, time fear. it's guilt. I feel I shouldn't be able to enjoy myself because my life's where it's at and I need to sort it out kind of energy, right? Mm. So it's like, I can't just watch TV and enjoy it because I'm so in my head about how effed up I am and my life is that, you know, I can't even enjoy TV. I can't even play a game. I can't even be present with my friends because it you're just so wrapped up in guilt. So like a good little tip is like what Trey mentioned, you, you do something that's an act towards self-love. So whether that's like meditation, yoga, whatever it is Working for out, you. Working out, health, can be eat, changing your diet to a healthy one. Something that is definitely self-loving you know not just you know having fun on a load of drugs or something <laughs> yeah but um yeah so you, what you can do is then reward yourself after with say we'll use our example it's like we're really into the new pokemon game that's out so it's like really fun to play and it doesn't feel great if you just do that all day and you don't do any of like your tasks that you were meant to do that day, right? And then the guilt sets in. Yeah. And um, so once you've actually achieved something you like, then you can go play that game. You can go watch a Netflix program and be saying to yourself, I've just done that and now I'm going to relax and enjoy this because I can, because I've this is self-loving it's 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 also self-loving to allow yourself to enjoy your life <laughs> like not everything has to be meditating on a mountain and five yoga poses yeah. <laughs> on the mat like exactly because in the beginning actually you want to find that spark of joy again to replace all your negative bad habits um so you know it might not the most self-loving thing might just be to go do something new like Let's say you've, you know, you've all the things in your life just have this gray scale over them, right? Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, I want to do something new, you know, and let's go rock climbing, you know? And you maybe you don't have fun at rock climbing. So then you're like, okay, let's, you know, try going for a bike ride or something. And then, oh, wow, you find a spark of joy in your bike ride. You know, it's really trying to look 
for something that gives you a spark. And then you can spend your time doing that. And then now when you're spending your time fueling yourself with those sparks of joy, with those sparks of like great feelings, then you have energy now. You've created energy in your body. And so you're no longer going to, you know, want to just like, you're going to want to do that thing now instead of just sitting at home playing video games all day. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, for me, I actually come from a background of a gaming addiction where I was playing video games like when I woke up. Like I literally, I would roll out of bed, order McDonald's and -hmm. play video games. Like that was it. And on the weekends and I just play video games until this until I passed out pretty much so mm-hmm. it was like wake up at like in way in the afternoon play video games until like three in the morning and then go to sleep and so it was every day like and then in school I ha- I try I figured out how to hack past the school network that would block the port for video games yeah figured out how to hack past it and play video games in classes like I was so hooked yeah and it was like that's all I wanted to do but then when I went to university, I there was a beach there and it was summertime and I took myself to the beach and I swam in the ocean and I hung out in the sand and I climbed trees for the first time since I had when I was a kid. And I found myself that I wanted to keep returning there. And it would take, I would be like, I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, I want to go to the beach instead of wanting to play video games all day. So, and then it was like, I don't have time for video games anymore because I have all these other things because things kept coming into my life. And I was like, I don't even have time for video games anymore. And I want to do all these other things. So it's about like finding these joys and curiosities for you to now pour your energy into. And then if you want to play video games from the pure joy in your heart and not out of like an addiction kind of mentality or like a homeostasis, like habitual um, then you can. Yeah, I think even if, and it's also not like ideal. Like that, that's great. You know, if you if you move and then there's a whole new environment that you, that you can kind of be thrown into letting go of certain things. Yeah, a lot of people don't have that opportunity. Their life is where it is, yeah. and they feel very stuck there. Um, so you know what ways can people who can't you know don't have that opportunity to go off to uni that's next to a beach you know what can those people really do there was one of my teachers was a monk and he had this guy who came to him uh from nepal they're both nepalese and he would the guy was like i'm the lama lama is the you know nepalese word for like the buddhist word for like teacher Mm -hmm. he'd be like teacher i'm depressed everything i'm doing i can't find any joy and the teacher was just like all right go to here here's a number go and pick up trash and like a while he he actually went and did it and a while later he came back and he's like lama i don't feel as depressed anymore you know i don't and it's it's because he went out and he did something new. I yeah. think that's the most and important. And of service. And of service. And he was like, he found like, and then he he ended up volunteering at soup kitchens. And he went on to do more volunteer work and more service work. But it was just like he just had to get out of the routine 
daily thing of his life. Yeah, and even same. the simple act of just picking up trash, he said he started noticing the birds again. He started seeing the sky. He's, he loved the feeling of like looking back on his work and seeing that the whole place was cleared and that he had actually made a difference in cleaning up, you know, the, the area. Yeah. So it was like, it was just picking up trash, which most of us don't want to do, but it cured this man of his depression. Yeah, it's perfect. So there is a way for you to shift out of that energy still, like just embracing change in any way possible. And I feel like, I know it seems crazy, but even sometimes when, like this week, um, we where we're staying at the moment, there's no coffee machine. And um, one of the mornings I woke up and instead of starting my day with a coffee, which I feel very addicted to for like, just uh, I only have, have it in the morning, but I really rely on it, right? Mm. Um, so it naturally makes you feel like, oh, great, you know, not, I haven't got my coffee, but I had a tea instead. And then halfway through the tea, I'm like, wow, I'm really enjoying this coffee, this tea. Um, and you know, if we go out and get a coffee later, then that's just a bonus, but I don't need it, you know? So sort of switch, even if you can just switch up like little things to begin with, maybe it's a bit daunting to go out and help at a soup kitchen but what in your daily routine can you just switch up to start like just unsticking yourself from like a set routine you know like even just making those small changes like you know what i never eat fruit maybe i'll try and eat one bit of fruit a day super high vibrational food and changing your health is an incredible way like you know if you don't have a good diet exercising a bit going out into nature you know those aren't the cure to depression but if you aren't doing those things then you actually don't really stand much of a chance you know it's like these things are you know our body wants to be healthy if when our body's healthy it produces positive chemicals you know when our body's unhealthy will it'll produce negative it's like base you know if if you're just eating mcdonald's all day you're gonna just feel like a shitty ass mcdonald's burger yeah and just taking it like you don't have to go and become a vegan the next day or a whole foods eater the next day yeah, if you're ready steps. for that then great but really february we're talking ten of ones energy it really is that little bit by little bit one step after another you know it it's not about the whole picture you see he's got the wands in front of his face he can't see the whole picture you're not focused on the whole picture for february it's really about one foot after the other being present and staying with it staying with yourself like that's the only thing you need to stay with no vision no goals but just staying with yourself and just going okay i'm gonna do this little thing today you know i can do that it's not a big deal it doesn't feel overwhelming i'm not like struck with anxiety just to change that one little thing say eating a piece of fruit yeah and it, it can literally be as simple as like instead of like going out and going straight you know for the coffee and cigarette it's like can I take a stretch? Like, can I open my arms at least? Like, when was the last time I stretched and, like, just said, like, greeted the world, you know? 
or like rose and was like, you know, I'm ready for this day. Like, even for me, I kind of, I wake up, have coffee and then read a book. But that doesn't, it's kind of my habitual routine and it doesn't actually make me feel like alive, alive you know, and joyous. It's, it's comfortable. I love reading. It's calming. And it's, it's a nice And it is way. calming. Yeah, and it's nice. But it's like, but the days that I, that I have started in the past where I'm like very much like, ooh, let's move my body. Let's, you know, let's greet the day. You know, let's go to the sunlight. It's like, let's, you know, there's more of like, my body's ready for life, you know? And, um, you know, but for some other people, it might be a great, you know, way to start. I still love it some mornings, but some mornings I'm like, ooh, I'm kind of a bit foggy even after my coffee and reading. You know, mm-hmm. I could have done, my body does want a bit more movement, but I'm kind of in my habitual pattern of the, at this stage, you know? Um, it does want more m- movement and it's kind of still stiff. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I, another like thing that I found really helpful um, Oh, I was doing a new Till Swan meditation. She was offering like five free meditations. So like if this resonates with you, you definitely go download those. Um, but one of them I was doing and she, it, she kept saying the phrase and then saying, repeat after me, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm saying it. And it was like, just for me, mm-hmm. just for me. I'm doing this just for me. And I, it really like... That's a perfect meditation for yeah, you. Yeah, like it really activated something in me. And I think a lot of other people could relate. Like just knowing like, it's okay. Like I don't have to worry like, can I be doing this? Should I be doing this? It doesn't matter. Reminding yourself basically that this is for you. Like... You putting these steps forward is for you. And it doesn't, you don't need acceptance from others or to worry about, you know, the time and stuff. When you set that time aside, have that phrase in your head, like whatever it is you're doing, this is just for me. I think that could help a lot of people because I think most of us, we are people pleasers and we're very distracted by everything in our lives. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it could be the opposite too. If you feel selfish then maybe, you know, you do, you have some sort of monologue that's like, Oh, I should, you know, be more grateful for reaching out to other people, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's like kind of you, I think actually what your point is true. You do want to be a bit more selfish in the beginning because you have to get your self sorted first, you know? Yeah. And it's what you brought up kind of made me think about like, you know, you could really what the reason we're saying you need to shake up your daily routine is because it's very hard to get into a mindset where you can believe the things you're trying to say with internal dialogue. Like, let's say you're trying to give yourself some you're just trying to change your change your outlook, you know, because really all you need to be doing is changing your outlook. And some people suggest positive affirmations or things like that. But you can't really change your outlook until you can get into a new energy mode. You know, I know what depression is like. I've 
been clinically depressed and gone through many psychiatrists and it's like a narrow scope of reality that you feel like you just can't get out of but there are those moments in life that and sometimes it takes a big swing you know some sometimes it's like if you've really gotten that low you maybe you do need to jump out of a plane to realize that your life is worth living with with a parachute of course <laughs> not 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 without one but it doesn't need to get to that point and yeah the daily steps committing yourself every day to just something new just something just shake it up find some joy and it's because that is what allows you to form new outlooks on life um because in the homeostasis kind of period you're just cycling through the same thousand thoughts every day and it's just every day on repeat on repeat and imagine if you were to listen to your favorite song on repeat every day it's going to get really old really quick and you're going to get so bored of it and then you're going to start to get annoyed at it and then you're going to get annoyed every time you hear it and then you're just you know you're just going to want to get so angry that you just want to tear that song apart because it's like you you've heard it too many times and that's what's kind of going on in the cycle of your head you know you just get annoyed with yourself or frustrated with yourself or angry with yourself because it's just like again and again and again these cycles these thoughts these feelings so it's about that's why we're saying to shake it up a bit and try something new get out of your old habits and um trying to start forming something and and it comes back to that discipline you know and it has to be small at first you know just like at least 5 minutes in the morning you know if that's and you know it sounds so little and but if it, it has to feel achievable you know it has to feel achievable because when i when i started everything it was like oh i'm going to start with a one and a half minute plank and that was my exercise for the day one and a half minutes and over a couple months i was doing 10 minute planks by the end of it you know and then i was like oh i'm motivated to do more i want to stretch i want to get more flexible i want to get more healthy i want to start eating healthier so it all just sparked from me committing to a one and a half minute plank and i would watch video game videos while i was doing it but for some reason that just that simple act of committing myself and having my own discipline outside of external people's discipline like the discipline of school the discipline of authoritarian parents the discipline of um work those are all makes you kind of hate the word discipline yeah. you know it makes you hate the word commitment also sometimes because it's like you have to wake up at 5:30 in the morning to go work at McDonald's you know you, and it's just like no one wants to do that but it's like but if you can find it a discipline for yourself that's a loving discipline then just that one and a half minute plank changed my entire life slowly over time yeah it is amazing like just the small changes i think as well with the 10 of ones it is it is about like putting those steps forward as well like we've said and not knowing um what the outcome is but that's the whole point it's like not focusing on goals like you don't even have to be like i'm going to do this like we were talking a few episodes ago about us doing our miracle morning and that was a goal you know to do the 21 days 
so it's it's not really about the goals it's just like well what's gonna you know move me today the point yeah. is is that he's still holding on to all those ones you know he could have dropped them and given up but he hasn't so it's just like okay what today can i do i don't feel like meditating like i did yesterday so yeah i'll just eat an orange because i don't normally do that yeah. and that that's healthy and i know that's self-loving you know, so really sort of going with the flow, but keeping up the momentum of the movement of switching things up. And it's not massive change because we are on a six year. Change was the key word for 2021, you know, big change, like shifting your life, pushing towards change. That's why it might feel all so accelerated right now in this month, while you might be coming up to, to so many things like, oh, maybe you've been crying all day two days and then you find some sort of resolution and then two days later you're on the floor again it's yeah. because it's coming at you with a in accelerated speed time is accelerating things are accelerating and yeah it's just like with in with goals it's like it's fun to set goals if they're aligned with your values like you said yeah. again like for me one of my big values is spirituality is like is like a connection to God. something bigger than myself, to the universe, to the truth of the cosmos, to to realizing the multi-dimensionality of our reality and to connecting with, you know, my source, with, with God, with, you know, my inner heart, the inner eye and wisdom. And so for me, where I set goals to do meditation and breath work and, you know, yoga, those all connect me deeper with my sense of spirituality with my my striving and my core value so that's why it makes me feel fulfilled and it makes me feel like you know you know aside from all the other health benefits of it it just makes me feel like i'm aligning with myself yeah and you're loving yourself yeah so like another thing um like I wrote a note sort of about instead of escaping with change, facing where we are and bringing peace home. And I wrote that like yesterday, I think, just as a note because of it being a six year, six years about the home. It's about nurturing the self and the family um, that very like home focused energy and like you, a lot of people with the Ten of Wands, you said he's walking towards a town, but I've heard a few stories of people saying he's walking home mm. and he's bringing the wands home, you know? So eventually he, when he gets there, it's like, oh yeah, he's finally brought all the wands home for his family. Not only do they get the wands, he gets the reward of their joy and them having what they need, right? Um, Unless he lives alone. <laughs> Yeah, well, not in this story. He has or a family. Maybe as a pet caterpillar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so think of, it, think of this month as you're bringing home all these tools of self-love, right? And the reward is, is that even though you can't see it this month because you're taking one foot after the other, baby steps towards home for the whole month, it's the it's not about the being there it's about the journey there this month right so you're holding all these tools of self-love and 
making your way home, the reward is, is the benefits that's going to do for your love life, for your home life, for your relationships, that this is going to bring rewards to those parts of your life. So knowing that this year is very much, you're going to really um, feel the depth of your love for your family and your loved ones, because that is a really strong focus this year and it is a, a massive part of most people's happiness right which we take for granted because you know you're born from your family and it's there and you just it's a given but finding like gratitude this year for what we have and knowing that you can seek joy in those things in the connections you already have like yeah oh god like I wake up and see my mother's face every day or whoever and you can start to over time take for granted like this like abundance of love and connection that you can find through this person who mm -hmm. is gonna be able to reflect that back to you because our the closest people to us are our biggest mirrors, right? Yeah. So I find when we're in darker spaces, we tend to turn against those people because they're just showing us how we're treating ourselves, right? They're the reflection of yourself. Yeah. So being able to work towards this month, doing this self-love is only going to improve those connections where, where you can really like forage the fruits of, of those connections and start seeing them in a whole new light. Almost like you have done this long journey in order just to get back to a place where you can see them for what they are and what they bring to you. And how even just sitting down and now like, us sitting here having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation like the these things are a massive um, part of our lives a, a massive source of joy is literally connection and even if it is like your mum like your mum might be your best friend and you might um you know you rightfully want to seek out more but if you're having issues with self-love start where you are you know, yeah. start learning to love and appreciate what's there in front of you right now and then see how that expands because you're then creating space for more people to come and reflect that back to you. You know, your spirit guides don't really want to bring people in to your life, particularly if they know you're just going to mirror a negative state back to yourself, then it's not going to help you grow. And yeah. um, we already have the mirrors we need to grow. So seeing, like, um, you know, making the most of the people in our lives, even if it's your boss, you know, how can I switch the, how can I see the connection I have with my boss differently? And what energy can I bring to that connection that could possibly be more loving towards them in turn self-loving and then see how that can affect your life and change your life yeah definitely it's definitely an and amazing the energy place. of the home right it switches yeah. the energy of the home yeah it's definitely a place to start if you feel like you are in a safe family life and a safe work environment and with actual good people around you you know it's not 
the excuse to continue propagating toxicity, you know, so you have to be the discerning judger there to see like, is there room for self-love here? Or is the self-love to remove myself from this situation? Yeah. Or, or if I can find love here, then if it's safe for love here, then how can I open myself up to that? And a beautiful way to do that is actually just, you know, you don't have to do much at all. You can just lie down and it's gen emotion generating. You know, we think that like emotions occur as a reaction to external stimuli, right? We take so much um, of our reality from external events. Like, oh, I'm feeling lonely and lack of love. I need a girlfriend. I'm feeling lonely and lack of love. I need a hug from someone. And yes, biologically, hugs and kisses and love externally is a good thing for yourself but you can generate those emotions yourself and you have to ask yourself what do you like what kind of love do you like do you like hugs do you like having your hand held and feel what that feels like and you can give that to yourself and honestly the love that you give to yourself is unlike anyone can any ever give to you because only you know yourself down to the core you can have people in your life that are close to you, who understand you on, you know, kind of levels that, you know, really deep levels, but no one can understand you like you can. And only you can give yourself exactly what you need. And that's a very important thing to remember. Only you can give yourself the deepest, most true love that's you know, that goes right down to your core because you know every inch of yourself. You know, when you really start to dive in, you know every inch of yourself and you know what's the best way, the best feeling for you, the best way to receive love. And you can give that to yourself. And when you start, you might feel like shit. You know, you might feel like shit when you lie down. But if you just slowly trust the process and give yourself love, visualize yourself, you know, being hugged and give yourself a hug and generate the feeling of self-love within you, your whole body is a crucible, an alchemical crucible for emotions. Your mind dictates what chemicals get released into your body. You can release chemicals of love whenever you want. It's there for you. And you can you can bring joy, positivity. You don't need anything external. You don't need to go out and do something new. You do not need to find joy from anything else other than yourself. And this is what the yogis will teach you, where they're in joy, bliss, and pure peace. And all they have to do is sit and, you know, just exist. And it's there. The core of life, the beauty of life, it's right at your fingertips all the time. We're just clouded by thoughts and feelings and needs and desires and things that we think we need outside of ourselves. But it's really the true answer is right inside of you. And it's learning that you can just get in, get in more in touch with yourself, get to know yourself better, learn to take yourself out for dates, you know, <laughs> learn to enjoy your own company. Those things are really the most important thing and get so comfortable with yourself and so accepting of yourself that you can 
be in any state, be in any emotion, negative, positive, or whatever, and be happy spending that time with that person, you know, with yourself. <laughs> mm. And if you can, like, sort of write down any thoughts that make you feel soothed when you're in a low space or a negative mindset, like, I know for for me, like, a soothing thought for me when I'm in a negative mindset or in in pain because for me it's literally pain right it, it hurts to feel that bad and sometimes it's like nice just to have those um you know sayings and thoughts which soothe you a little bit like for me one is um you know if I didn't know if I didn't experience or know of this pain, how could I ever really understand what peace and joy and happiness is? Sometimes it's that comparison that you need that you can draw on. And and it's for you, whatever it is, but write those down like thoughts that sort of remind you like this isn't forever. Yeah, I love the one that is like everything is temporary. Everything in yeah. life is temporary. And um, we kind of forget that and a lot of the time we continue. Actually, the reason we're still suffering is because we're not letting go of that emotion. And it's weird. It's like we're addicted to our negativity. Mm -hmm. It's a strange thing. We're addicted it's to our... muscle memory, I think. Yeah. Like, it's just the same but as... But it's, it's all about our relationship and the way we're talking with it. So if we're suffering... And we're telling ourselves, oh, poor me, I'm suffering. That's a mind state of victimization, which continues to propagate the feeling. And that's the addiction. You're addicted to the victim mindset mentality, mm. which continues to propagate this emotion when really it's like, actually, everything's temporary. You can let go. You can follow it to its end. Stop thinking so much about this thing and just exist. And it's like, you can become come to a place where no matter what pain you're experiencing and obviously you're not going to be able to just like cut your arm off and just like oh this is fine i accept this pain it's like but it's like you can get come to a place where you're not seeing it as pain anymore you know pain is the is a mindset of the victim it's like this pain is happening to me and it hurts me it's because your self sense of identity is wrapped up with a with a sensation and there's many times in yoga where there's been like these intensity intensive poses where you have like it's really intense for me there's lots of um, like there's a lot of sensation pain and i have to sit in this pose for 10 minutes 6 minutes sometimes and there's a point that you reach where it's like, I am no longer, I've no longer identified with this pain. It hasn't lessened in its an intensity. It's still there. But now it's just a sensation. And now that it's just a sensation and no longer pain, I'm no longer suffering in relationship with it. It's just existing as it is. And that's the point we have to get to with our emotions, where we can exist with it as it is, without wrapping our identity in it as pain. 
so that it becomes a sensation and we have to be big enough to hold that sensation and we have to it's we have to extract ourselves from the identification with it you know that really reminds me of um when i was like 15 and i the first time i took mushrooms magic mushrooms yeah and it was like with 13 it's 13 15 year olds in one room with red lighting like it weren't going gonna Good. be a great experience from the get-go let's be honest but um it i learned so much from that trip you know it really opened cracked me open at that young age but one of the things i always remember that happened was like we all got into this mindset this mind trap of that this is it now this yeah. is it forever. Yeah. Like, and it was like panic. It, 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 like basically a bad trip spread, like yeah. dominoes falling, you know, across the room. Yeah. And it, it really stemmed from this place of, oh my God, we, this is it now. Like, what are we going to do? Like, like we fucked our lives Our whole up. We life our is going to be in be, this yeah. room yeah. on this trip. Like, yeah, in this emotional And it was like experience. such a strong belief in yeah. all of us. And I remember... It was actually me who had like the epiphany moment and then I said, wait guys, like, oh my God, this trip is only going to be eight hours long. I was like, so we've got six hours left guys, like six hours left. It's, this is not it forever. Like it's only been a few hours, like, come on, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then it literally switched the energy, yeah. like in a second yeah because you realize wait this is a temporary yeah and it's then not we all went forever. and ate chocolate cake <laughs> yeah. and like carried on the trip you know yeah. in a much better state but literally for like a couple of hours it felt like we was locked in this fear of thinking yeah. this is forever so Trey's right like that's such a good key phrase and I think even if, if you could journal down just these feel-good reminders I would say you know, for yourself, things like this, the, everything's only temporary, you know, um, my pain helps me, um, appreciate happiness and joy even more, like, I couldn't recognize it without understanding pain, right, and pain is only sensation, like, but what you said, it, it, the trip, right, it's, that's what's happening, you're going on a mind trip, Mm. of reality you don't you don't have to be on mushrooms to be tripping out yeah like you're true. having thought tripping trip. out every day you're having <laughs> tripping illusions all the time yeah. and that's why it's called tripping you know you're you're falling over your thoughts and you're falling into belief of the thoughts and belief of permanency of fear you know and you can see how your whole re on mushrooms you can feel it so clearly because everything's intensified so you saw how your whole reality was one thing only because you were thinking it was one thing. Yeah. The second you switched your mindset, your whole reality shifted. Yeah. And it's that simple. Like, it's that simple. What you think, what you believe alters your reality. And you can see it that easily. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say something else. Oh, I forgot. I got another tip, mm. though. For people like I was playing with this idea yesterday so it's sort of a new um idea that I've had for like helping me on my self-love journey but I've been 
exploring energy healing probably for a while now for over a year but this last few months working with the dragon energy I've been getting really into like working with the dragons to do energy healings and stuff and that's all fine and everything but realizing like I find it really hard I can fill myself up with healing light and stuff but like filling myself up with love like a lot of you listening if you're struggling with self-love you're gonna know it's not easy to fill yourself up with self-love when you're coming from a, a a place of lack where you have struggled with that but I was trying yesterday so we got this new Pikachu plushie yeah he's giant yeah he's really big and cuddly he's like like a three-year-old baby or something size (laughs) yeah so you can really hug him he's really soft and fluffy and i'm hugging him right now but what i was trying yesterday while trey was just playing i was channeling all this stuff like almost i was imagining that he was my newborn baby this little and i was channeling from my heart center the same as i do with the dragons um but straight from me instead of from the dragons because when I work yeah. with the dragons I'm channeling the energy from them into myself or people which in a way steps down your yeah, power because right? you're like seeking power or it's love it's just a from different type else. of energy healing like the yeah. dragon healing is about dragon energy healing it's not about self love yeah. but I was just playing around with this idea so I was pouring from my heart doing the same techniques and feeling like I could feel this plushy toy this this not real like you know it's just yeah but you know what i'm saying is it's different (laughs) it's different to like loving another person or literally myself right so i'm channeling all this energy and there's and there feels no judgment there there's there's nothing there there's no fear say like one of my core fearful beliefs is i'm not good enough so if you're trying to love others and love yourself you can get a bit tripped over those things i find anyway that's something i'm still working with but so i was channeling all this love into him like directly from me and i could just feel like the love booming out of this toy i could i just could feel it it felt so powerful that it made a warm rush like run all over my body and i just felt so much joy in yeah. giving the love and, and I felt him filled with it, yeah. you know? And then I hugged him so tight and I was just sitting there hugging him so tight for ages and I felt like I was just soaking up all that love that I had poured into him and it was almost like a, another way of like feeling how strong my love is, yeah. you know? And, and that's what children do. Pra- yeah. yeah, exactly. Like practicing um, giving your love. And I know that sounds so crazy, but it, I really felt a shift in my energy yesterday. And I felt like it was because I was practicing, like genuinely channeling love um, into something that I could then hold and and nurture and and feel back that's very six energy as well that mothering yeah. baby energy so actually in in witchcraft and like ancient witchcraft some of the most potent objects were objects that had, were very dear or held 
often by children. Yeah, so teddies and stuff. Yeah, but like teddy bears, yeah. you know, or blankets, you know. Anything you pour in your energy Because they into. hold that energy. Yeah. Know? So now I feel, like even today, I can feel, still feel all that love that I channeled into him, um, into this Pikachu stuffed toy. And I think that's like a great little tip, you know. I just thought I'd share that because that's something I just happened to stumble across trying yesterday and felt a shift happen in me. And then who knows, like, maybe that's going to help me get to a point where I can channel just as genuinely that amount of love into myself and yeah. then into others, you know. Yeah. Um, so practicing, you know, it's the same as... Practicing kissing your teddies if you've never kissed a boy before. Practicing an instrument. Yeah, or practicing. Just practice self-love in whatever way you can that feels comfortable. So for me personally, for a lot of people this works. For me it doesn't work. Looking at myself in the mirror and saying I love you, looking me in the eyes. I can see why that works for a lot of people. For me, it doesn't work. It just doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, you have to get to a point where you actually are already believing that, that yeah. you can actually do that for yourself. Yeah. So, but you yeah. know what worked? Cuddling a Pikachu. soft toy and channeling my love into him and then embracing the, that love, feeling that love in the item. Because if you're really channeling that energy, you're going to feel it in whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's a teddy or a person you're going to feel it as long as you're truly channeling that energy from your heart and feeling. Yeah, and that's kind of the foundation of magic. Like, you know, where there's magical items or magical talismans or Mm. something. It's because someone has poured a certain type of energy into that. Mm -hmm. And if you think about now, just at the beginning of your journey, how much self-love you were able, how much love you were able to pour into that stuffed animal. Right, that stuffed Pikachu. And this is just the beginning. Mm. And, you know, the practice of magic is, you know, continuing to develop and practice until you become so potent with energy, so potent with this energy that you are like, that you could just look at someone and a stream of love could hit them. Yeah. You know, you can fill yourself up. There's no limit to that. You know, we always, I feel like, so much of the time I'm running on a reserve of love, you know, like I'm running low on reserves, right? And I'm constantly having to generate that. That's a belief. But it's, yeah, but it's like, you, it's a belief and you can completely switch that around and fill yourself up, limit, unlimitless. You're, you're already filled yeah. also. Every, it's all around you at once. You could explode the world with the amount of love or energy within you, literally. Um, it's like the monk said to you, um... I don't know if you said it to you, but when you referenced the monk earlier, it's like you you don't have to do anything. You're loved. You know, you, keep, you can sit on a mountain. You, you can do nothing. You don't need to impress God or anything. You mm-hmm. can just sit in what you are. <laughs> it's literally all about, well, what do you think? of that that's what's blocking you from the love that's already there because god spirit whatever you want to call it it loves us fully it doesn't love us any more than if we went out and achieved all our goals and if we stayed home and watched netflix 
the love from God and spirit doesn't change. Like, yeah. that is... And it is self-love there. Yeah. Because like, you are that. You know, It's you're... always there. It's like whether you're open to it or not. And when you are open to it, our fine days are more open to it than others, right? So I think that's for a lot of people. And you you will want feel inspired to want to do things more. But it's like finding that you're... I think... There's a lot of people who trick you into thinking they've, they've got it all and they're happy. But a lot of these people, they're doing all their goals, hitting all their marks, change all the time, getting out there, you know, and sharing it with everyone. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. That same person who's so happy might not be able to take a Sunday and relax and do nothing. That person might, like be climbing the walls if they haven't got a to-do list that day. It's like finding that balance between having a motivation, putting the action in, but also just being okay with where you are, loving yourself where you are because God loves you where you are no matter what or the or spirit of the universe. You. You. You, you yeah. love yourself. And it's, 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 it is the greatest act of self-love. It's like... It's you are watching yourself turn away from yourself and a part of you is always still loving yourself but that smaller part that we call you know ourself has turned away from God from who you are who you truly are and you know is has bought into these self-limiting beliefs and and self-limiting um, experiences and this all you have to do is turn back around turn back towards yourself and walk the path back towards your source and that's the path of the mystic it's the path of the cosmic heart it's the path of self-love and that is what will return you back to the infinite version of yourself that is loving you at all times in all moments and i think that is the time to wrap up this episode i really hope you enjoy and can find at least a little sliver of experience to find a bit more love for yourself and to walk that path back to your source and follow the mystic path that we all as humans are actually secretly yearning for so now it's the segment of the podcast where we draw our cards and give a little reading um so let's see, what card did you draw today, Miss Helky? So the card we pulled for this week for you guys was the Three of Wands. And at the base of the deck was the Six of Swords. Interesting because the two cards we've been focusing on today for January and February was one Swords card and one Wands card. And that's come through again. I just say the quick message of this because we're wrapping it up. I feel like with the three of wands, it's that three. The three energy is a very fun, creative energy. It's like that energy that children hold. So I think this week, sort of embracing life from um, the, you know, like seeing it, like what possibilities could come, like in a joyous sense, like having an open mind of what could come through me making these small changes. Um, he's sort of looking out over calm waters and I think he's he's seeing the possibilities 
of what could come through the work that he's doing. You know, these three ones he has are planted in the ground. So could they grow up to be magnificent trees that bear fruit? You know, who knows? But it's that I've I've made steps. So I've um I've st I've started taking those necessary steps that we was already talking about. Then with yeah, this well, there's there's something in um in yogic philosophy and they're called samskaras and you can have positive and negative samskaras but it's it's basically like seeing your garden as a mind and the things you feed it i mean seeing your mind as a garden <laughs> yeah i've heard this saying before i love it and the things you plant within it grow the seeds right and if you continue to plant positive seeds there's a point in time, you know, just like how we have our negative habits that continue to rule us unconsciously, where the positive ones take on a life of their own. And there's a point in time where you can just stand and watch and just exist within the positive frequency of your mind garden. And this is kind of very much the energy that's here right now. It's like, there's a lot of things have been sown and now he can finally take the time to stand and watch everything that as it grows and as it comes yeah again he's like facing away so it's like you can't see his face i feel like it's a really strong message that the whole of february it's like up to you how you feel about what you're doing even these ones the next yeah. one I think so then with the undercurrent of that three of wands, the undercurrent at the bottom of the deck message here is the six of swords. And it's like you've just come from this hard, like hell of a January, nine of swords energy, like facing the shadows. It's coming up every other day. So you'll see on the six of swords how she these refugees are being taken on a boat and they're moving away from rough waters, moving to calm waters. So this will be the, the transitioning period, the, sh the shift of the energy coming from the turbulent waters of the swords energy in January and then come into this new ones energy in February. So it's that transition period just like Trey said, it's like, what seeds are you going to plant in your mind garden? And the dragon card we pulled today Oh my god, really? peace. I, I knew that card was going to come out. It's the tranquil dragon of peace. Can you sit in what is without being shaken from your peace? The master would be able to walk through the realms of hell and see... The most horrific things feel the most horrific things and still be in their peace you know this the peace is not conditional based on your external environment based on external situations peace is there and available at all moments peace is a state of mind that you can meet anything with you know you can meet any sensation with it and you know even if you like <laughs> my teacher my lama again I that I experienced with he went to the dentist and practiced existing in peace while he got a um his teeth drilled hmm. and that's painful with the numbing stuff yeah you know and so it's like that is a painful experience but he's at this stage where you know he he doesn't need the numbing you know 
you know, it's like, can you experience the pains without needing to numb yourself? You know, and it's, it's, it's a, it, peace is a courage, peace is a bravery. And it's, it's a very, it's like walking a tightrope, you know? Yeah, it's remaining in that peaceful energy while you're, this week is all about transitioning from one shift in your energy, you know, basically from that mind space into now actually focusing on, okay, it's time to put the steps in that I need to. But yeah, embracing it with a peaceful mindset. Interesting that that dragon is um, in front of a new moon. Tomorrow is a full moon. So... No, it's not. It is a full moon tomorrow. I thought tomorrow is a new moon. Oh, really? I yeah. could get that wrong. Yeah, because I have this... Oh my God, how crazy. That is literally the same moon on... Um, okay, yeah. I got that wrong then. For some reason, I thought it was a full moon. No, we just, I think it was we my period the f- changed, so oh, right. I just assumed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I've been I have this widget on my front screen that shows the moon cycle, so yeah. I've, I've been very like aware. How of crazy how is it then that it's the exact same moon for yeah. the start of the week? So we're starting the week on a new moon, and that's what this peace card is, which is actually the perfect energy for this transitioning week into the new monthly energy so starting it off with a new moon is perfect really focusing it within and um, not too much crazy energy like a full moon would bring at the start of the month yeah but that's everything guys thank you so much for listening we hope that you was able to gain something from this little chat about self-love and we wish you the best on your journey we're here with you riding the waves doing the steps working on the inner progress that's what life is all about oh yeah following that inner road it's the it's the single timeline connecting with that single timeline Aligned with yourself, aligned with your values, aligned with self-love, I will take you back to your source and we'll meet you there. Bye-bye.